0: How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown,
1: shorthanded for L.A., Score! Here is Goligosky, he gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy.
0: 3 for, for uh 4 kind of like it. And on the right-wing side, here is bully <laughs> shoots, he scores! There's oh! oh! some swagger. Yeah, this is it, this is what we do. Battling through it, playing
1: the way. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Officially made it through the first game. Everybody has had game one of their playoff series, and it has been really interesting in some cases, and really disappointing in others. The really disappointing, I'm obviously talking about the Kings.
0: I guess, I mean, it's not as bad as it could have been. True. Um, They did their best, <laughs> is how <laughs> I'm going to say this, but they were only down by a goal. So I guess I can't be, I mean, I can be mad that they lost a game, but... Um, I can't be too mad at their showing.
1: Yeah, they kept it close the whole time. Um, And even the shots, they weren't, like, wildly outshot or whatever throughout the game or anything like that. Um, Jonathan Quick was amazing. There were some good chances, but it also just felt like they needed a little something extra to really make something happen for them. And now it kind of worries me now, like, they are losing yet another defenseman for a game. So big question mark about the kings in this series all of a sudden.
0: Uh yeah, there were a couple of times during the power plays, I think they had 3 of them that I thought like, oh, maybe this is the time. Maybe this is when they'll tie it up. And there was it was just like a half step step off of um like actually setting something up to score a goal. Um so like the elements were there. Like it wasn't it wasn't a disappointing showing. I'm not Entirely unhappy with the way that they played. Uh, They just couldn't seem to get like a single goal in, which is unfortunate, but I don't think it is, you know, a dire situation looking forward by any means.
1: It was kind of amazingly, and I say only that because of the fact that the Kings have this season in general allowed more shots and because Vegas has been a pretty offensive team like the lowest scoring game so far yeah. <laughs> in the playoffs with only the one goal scored everybody else like other teams have been shut out but um it was like the Flyers lost by 7 the Ducks just lost by 3 so it's kind of been all over the place with the exception of that one game. So that was kind of hilarious and also kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll take that. It was kind of nice to see uh, <laughs> or have, like, the juxtaposition of the Flyers-Penguins game to be like, yeah. you know, we're not too bad. There's not going to be, like, some big changes that the Kings are going to have to do for the next game, except for the whole scoring scoring goals thing. But uh, I feel like at least with that Pittsburgh-Flyers game, uh, they're... There's going to be some talking twos when it comes to the Flyers.
1: Right. For the Kings, like we already mentioned, they are losing another defenseman. Drew Dowdy has been suspended one game for his hit on William Carrier, um, which sounds like a brand name, but not really like a person. But he is a person. (laughs) Anyway, that means, of course, like Jake Muzzin is still out, even though he's skating. He was skating, I believe, in a no-contact jersey. Um, Forbert is still out. Kevin Gravel is coming into the lineup, but that means a lot of guys who are not part of their, you know, steady roster are now kind of tasked with making it happen in game two. It. I have literally no idea what to expect, and I'm I'm just hoping for the best for these guys.
0: Uh, that's honestly all I can hope for. Uh, I mean, it's a real trial by fire to be like, all right, <laughs> yeah. you haven't played very much this season, but here's like the greatest NHL stage to do it on, right? Uh, especially against. I don't know. It's funny, especially against. Um, Vegas, just because it's been like this, this whole story and narrative this entire time. But, like, oh my gosh, look at how much they've done. Uh, so a lot of people are obviously paying attention and like looking at what's going on. So like, now's your chance, Kevin Gravel. Uh, show him, show him what you're made of. Um, but at least I guess it's only one game that Drew daddy was out. But yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that, how that goes. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to be optimistic about it
1: but I'm not. I'm scared. To be honest, like, I don't think I'll be able to watch the game tomorrow just because I have stuff planned, but, and part of me is a little bit happy about that because I'm a little stressed out. (laughs) I won't lie. Um, And not even, I don't even know why I'm so stressed out. Like, it's only game two. They have a chance to come back. It's not like it would be an elimination game when they came to L.A. But, it just, it's, I think it's because there are so many newer guys. Like, on the one hand, that's very exciting, but on the other hand, it's extremely worrying too. Like, I, I just feel like I'm not fully prepared <laughs> for what to expect out of this team as they keep having to, like, plug people in. So, um, I think one positive thing possibly is I think, like, the guys who are new and who did play in game one, hopefully they've kind of gotten that, like, any nervousness or jitters or like out of their system and so they are a little calmer so that they can play with that extra like half step that they needed so maybe like the offense will come through for them in game 2 even if the defense um is a little bit more scrambly because they've just had a change up hopefully i mean we'll see
0: i just hate that it's happening on defense like i like new guys but Um, with forwards, I think it's just like a little bit easier, uh, to sort of, sort of stomach like a new guy finding his feet. Um, whereas defense, I would much rather that be your old tried and true favorites who really know what they're doing and can, you know, help clean everything up on the back end because that's what the Kings are good at. And so I would feel safer doing that. So I just, um feel kind of suspicious about the fact that
1: right, the yeah. Kings defensive line is, is wearing pretty thin. And now that like everything is on Alec Martinez's shoulders. yes, yeah, pretty thing. much. <laughs> Can you lead these guys? Cause you're all we got in terms of veteran defensemen at the moment <laughs> who have been with the Kings for a while. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a fascinating game. Hopefully the Kings pull out a bit of a miracle, but we shall see. Um, aside from that, I mean, we'll get back to playoff games in a second. But uh, some good fun things about the Kings is they announce their team award winners. Um, unsurprisingly, Trevor Lewis wins Unsung Hero yet again. I
0: love it so much. I love that that has just stayed true. Um, but
1: what year, like, how many times has he won Unsung Hero now? Like five? It's, I don't even know. It's been so many. They should just rename it. Like the annual Isn't, isn't he Lewis sung award. now? Like, <laughs> yeah. aren't we singing it now? We're giving an award for, once again, this year being Trevor Lewis. That should basically just be what they do.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: until he leaves this team in whatever fashion that occurs like that's probably just gonna be his award but it is you know how
0: (laughs) you know how like some awards have like names on them like there's like the ace bailey award or you know and things like that what Mm -hmm. if it's just in the future like when trevor lewis retires or leaves whatever it's just like the Trevor Lewis Unsung Hero Award has goes to be. like some <laughs> yeah. other random player, like you know, ten be. years from now or something like that.
1: It's absolutely his award, and it should be named after him. Um, another quick, like, fun thing about Trevor Lewis is apparently in the last couple of days, y- either yesterday or the day before, he and his wife welcomed twins, which I missed until randomly looking at Twitter today. So Trevor Lewis, dad power. Let's get some goals. In the playoffs.
0: Okay, that's honestly what I was thinking. I was like, not only are you a wonderful American, you have that and the country behind you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but we know how, we know like dad Jeff Carter is doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe Trevor Lewis has something hidden up his
1: dad's sleeve. Please. First goal tomorrow from the Kings. Let it be Trevor Lewis. Let it be the first goal of the game. I don't want it to be, like, the first goal from the Kings, like, in the third period. I want it to be the first goal (laughs) of the game. The first goal of
0: many for the Kings that game you gotta exactly. be specific it's like it's like that's getting right. a wish from a genie you've got to like real specific about what yeah you're asking you can't
1: for. leave too much room in here because the kings will just take it and run with it in a terrifying way uh but yes so Trevor Lewis first goal of the game first of many from the kings tomorrow in game two a game in which they win <laughs> please yes that's um, what I need that's all that's all I
0: want <laughs> um but another person who I would not mind scoring a goal, well, at this point, we want any king to score a goal yeah, right <laughs> but um, who also won an award for being most inspirational, which is lovely, yeah. was Justin
1: Brown. I adore that. I think it's perfect, like he's done so much for this team and Has had such a great season, and, you know, guys have talked about, like, his influence and stuff still. So, yeah, he deserves it, and I'm glad that he got it, and I continue to love the Dustin Brown season. It could only be improved at this point by um, some playoff scoring. (laughs) So, please, onward and upward for Dustin Brown.
0: I think think this is going to be his time. Ooh, I'm optimistic about this. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) I think Dustin Brown uh, is going to score, like, two goals next game. That's my... Please!
1: That's like my big uh,
0: prediction. Um, I like it.
1: I hope it comes true. (laughs) I do too. Um, And then, from the guy who also played really well in Game 1, Jonathan Quick did get the Jennings Trophy. The Kings tried to make it weirdly interesting with, you know, allowing, what was it, four goals in our last regular season game? (laughs) But, they did still win the Jennings Trophy. Um, I, I feel like that seemed a little unexpected to me, only in the sense that because the Kings, even though they are still a great defensive team, because they were slightly different defensively and like, the allowing more shots or whatever, it apparently didn't have that much of an effect on how many goals went in, um, which is great, but also still slightly surprising, because I felt like maybe we would see a little bit of change there. But it's cool that at least by the end of the season, they got – Everything back to where they needed to be in terms of goals allowed, and hopefully that means that they can just kind of continue to build on the offensive side um, and it'll mean great things for us I,
0: like it's kind of crazy how it was still surprising to me when we found out that Jonathan Quick won the Jennings because like just uh, the last time we recorded, we talked about how you know Jonathan Quick was having his second best season the his best yeah. obviously being in two thousand twelve which would be hard to replicate. Um, and it has sort of been him quietly being wonderful for the Kings just because there have been so many, um, great stories with like the forwards, which, you know, also well deserved. And we spent that entire time talking about like, oh, we need to pay attention to how well Jonathan is, Jonathan, that's a weird thing to say, (laughs) how well Quick is playing, uh, for the Kings. But still, even when that was announced, I was still surprised that it happened, even though he had this whole talk about how um, he's doing really well without us noticing, and I still didn't notice.
1: Yeah, it is pretty great. Like, I mean, credit... I mean, John LeGuig is the only goaltender whose name is going on it, but credit also to the work, obviously, that Darcy Kemper did while he was with um, right. the Kings. Credit to Campbell, who has helped, you know, in the games that he has played. Um, but for the most part like Jonathan Quick had the most starts, is still their starting goaltender, has played really well this season, looks sharp so far in the playoff series as well. And if that continues, I think the Kings do really have a chance in the series. Like for as much as I'm worried, it, if Jonathan Quick stays as sharp as he was in game one, the Kings could pull this out. Um, and that is pretty cool. That just like, like we talked about before, last, you know, last podcast was, um, if the guys who seem to be hot right now stay hot, that can mean great things. And obviously, like, the goals weren't there. But, like, Dustin Brown had a great chance. Like, guys were trying to contribute. They just couldn't quite find the back of the net. So if, if they managed to gain just enough of an edge and if Jonathan Quick stays sharp, like, it could be really exciting. And I hope that all of those pieces come together despite the troubles on defense and that kind of revolving door at the moment.
0: Yeah. The all the pieces are there. It's very promising. Yeah, you're right. Despite the losses, um, but it's still it's one game. We'll let the let Vegas have that one, and the Kings can come back and do better.
1: Please, I want to see it. I want to be excited for the Kings. I was already so excited about not having to watch another King Shark series, so I really want the Kings to take advantage and make this series a fun one to watch. It seems like it has the potential to be like Game One was interesting but not super exciting, and so hopefully, like the next games from here, like we can really get stoked um, about watching the Kings do their things. So that's what I'm hoping for. Have you checked out the other games around the league so far?
0: I've watched bits and pieces of the other games. Um, Should we just go run through all of them and talk about what we've seen, or...?
1: Um, Yeah, let's start with Winnipeg and Minnesota. So Winnipeg got their first win in franchise history, and that includes when they were the Atlanta Thrashers. (laughs) Um, So their first win in franchise history in the playoffs, um, and they beat Minnesota 3-2. So I'll be honest, like, looking at the playoff matchups, I thought this was going to be the one that was like not that interesting to me. But actually, when I watched like part of it, there are some really good players that I haven't really paid that much attention to this season. So it's nice to be able to watch them in this context where they're like at their most exciting and desperate. Um, And the game was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Everyone got to see a Patrick, another Patrick Line goal, which uh, ended up being the game winner. So cool for him. Um, But yeah, that looks like it's going to be a fun one.
1: Yeah, I forgot that my dude, like Jordan Greenway, who was in the Olympics this year, like, you know, has left school and is now part of the Minnesota Wild, played in his first playoff game and got an assist. Dope stuff for me also. Um, Yeah, so that seems like it could be a good one to to keep an eye on. Um, And of course, Bruce Boudreaux is there and... Goodness knows I like checking in with him, mostly because he's. We all know he's still a Kings fan, and I think he's rooting for the Kings even now. <laughs> so I also support you, Bruce Boudreaux, Even though I think the Jets are going to win that series.
0: Oh, I do too. Um, I yeah, I definitely do. Uh, which is which is fun to go from like only just winning your first playoff game uh, in franchise history to then poten- well, God, this is so far ahead, but. Uh, to then winning like your first series that must be delightful for everyone
1: yeah that's gonna be dope when it happens because i think it's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, on
0: the flip side pittsburgh and philadelphia are making things fun in Um,
1: the wildest way (laughs) and
0: the weirdest way because do you know what i did not expect um, for it to be a 7-0 game. That's just absurd. A 7-0 game and Sidney Crosby scored the hat trick.
1: Yeah, that was nuts. So I guess in that way, like, that game was not that exciting because the Flyers didn't put up too much of a fight. But I will say, like... I realized watching, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a significant chunk of it. And so one of the things I caught was the Sidney Crosby deflection goal. Like, it was a shot. I don't even know who took the shot anymore, but it seemed like it was going just nowhere useful to anybody. Sidney Crosby reaches up his stick, manages to deflect it right into the goal, as he always does. And I kind of forget that he is capable of that, and then he'll do it in the most impossible ways. And I'm like, how do you even... What physics who it p- apparently bends to your will <laughs> that is nuts
0: yeah that it's it's goals like that that you're like, oh, this is a guy that his that his life is hockey how like how many how many hours has he devoted to doing like weird deflections and right things like that um and you see it right here in the playoffs uh mm-hmm. to great effect, yeah, uh, which is very cool, it's very exciting, but then again i'm think I'm like who's Oh man the NHL like made this happen. You know like Sidney Crosby <laughs> right? 7-0 hat trick. I was
1: like oh <laughs> someone wrote this like it's a movie. Oh man it is crazy. Yeah like the deflection goals just like blow my mind. Um I mean we've seen them happen against the Kings with him plenty of times and yet still i'm always like how how from that angle from that distance (laughs) i can't believe it um so that is always and i haven't watched the penguins very much this season just because like we've seen so much of the penguins as a team in general the last couple of years Uh, so i was not super looking forward to it but like seeing those moments and just being reminded that oh yeah this dude the guy some of the guys on this team in general are just exceptional Um, Was still cool as well. I just hope that the Flyers can also score some goals (laughs) in this series.
0: I think the Flyers are also hoping that they can score some goals in the series. (laughs) Claude looks so sad at the end. He was like a minus four in the game or something like that.
1: Brutal. Yeah, they have to turn that around. So hopefully they can.
0: Um, I'm still going for uh, Pittsburgh to come out of the series, though.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think they are going to take it. I think they are still a very formidable team. Um, I don't want them to go all the way to the final just cuz oh, no. I want another Yeah, I want another champion. I don't want them to three beat, but I do think they will make it a tough it, it will be difficult to get them out of the playoffs for anyone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, very true.
1: Um, so Boston-Toronto started out a little more even, and then basically in the second period, Boston started to just blow that whole thing wide open. Um, so here's a th- I felt like yesterday, the first part of the playoffs, the first night of the playoffs, didn't have quite as many physical things going on. Like obviously the Drew Doughty hit and he got suspended, but – You know, now, in retrospect, and I mean, retrospect is 24 hours here. (laughs) It just looks a little bit small potatoes compared to some of the hits and stuff that we saw in the NHL tonight. So Nazem Kadri hit, he got a penalty for boarding Tommy Wingles in the second period. And then before the end of that same period, um, got ejected for charging Tommy Wingles and hitting him basically while he was on his knees. Like he had, so the thing that Kadri was upset about is Wingles elbow kind of went back into Mitch Marner's face. I couldn't tell if it was on purpose or what, but it happened. Kadri saw it, decided to retaliate, but like in the most ridiculous on un- just ill-advised way. And so now it's like you're probably going to get suspended, dog. I don't I don't know what you were thinking there. <laughs>
0: yeah, like one like a shove here, a shove there, whatever. Fine. But like to like go charging at him seems a little undisciplined to right. say the very least especially exactly. during the playoffs right know?
1: and your team like at that point you you need to make up some ground here you only got one goal and they ended up only having the one goal for the rest of the game so yeah. poor judgment by the Maple Leafs in game one against the Bruins um, and also I don't have it in front of me now but I, apparently some of their top guys did not get the top minutes in the game so it seemed like they kind of like Babcock got really conservative in a way that didn't really make sense for game one. <laughs> um, like you should put your top guys out there who are meant to score goals out there more until they score some goals, but for whatever reason didn't happen.
0: Yeah, like I feel like the time to experiment, um, with lines and ice time is probably not game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but yeah, you know, exactly. that's just me. Exactly. It's like a silly move to make.
1: <laughs> just what your top dudes out there and see what they can do. Because, like, with the Kings game, like, to go back really quick, so their top line was matching against the Kings top line pretty much the whole game, and they ended up kind of creating this stalemate. And sure, either coach could have juggled, but I kind of like that they didn't. Like, just see what your guys are capable of, and then think about changing stuff later. <laughs> Come on.
0: I mean, it's I, I guess the thing is, is that, It has worked the entire season, right, to get you get like the these teams to where they are. Why mess it up now? Right, right.
1: So that was weird, and hopefully uh, Toronto can turn that around because I really want that series to be um, super contentious and very close. (laughs) I have like literally no preference for who wins it, but I want it to be a battle.
0: The Maple Leafs need to come back and actually fight for it. Please, as of right now, it doesn't look like it's going that way. Yeah, they
1: were kind of a mess in Game One. Um, Tampa Bay beat New Jersey five two, but Taylor Hall with the first goal of the playoffs for the Devils in his first playoff game of his career.
0: I was and it was so unassisted.
1: Stoked. Yes. Taylor Hall unassisted in the playoffs. It felt as good as I hoped it would feel.
0: I was uh, probably too happy for him, uh, for it being, like, a random team that I don't usually care about at
1: all. Right, (laughs) Um. yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Because, like, I think that Tampa will probably make it out of the series, but I am also secretly rooting for the Devils to make a pretty long run.
1: I think this is, like, the the one series where we're on opposite sides because I'm a huge Tampa Bay fan, so I'm like, please yeah. just stay in it. I mean, I won't be mad if they – I won't be that mad, I should say. I will be a little mad, <laughs> but I won't be that mad if the Devils beat them because I will just be very happy for Taylor Hall. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I do want the Devils to make it interesting for Tampa because I think Taylor Hall deserves that.
0: <laughs> that's mostly it. Like, I don't have any other vested interest in the Devils in general. This is still just like Taylor Hall and the Devils is, right, right. is what I'm going for here. Um. So that's why I'd like to them to, like, do well. But I have a feeling it's going to be Tampa that's going to come out of it.
1: Uh, Yeah, like Tampa today, their five goals, actually no, their four goals, the fifth one was an empty netter um, by Kucherov, but before that, like their top guys, like their top line guys didn't have any points, like Stamkos I don't think had any points, I don't think Hedman had any points, like until that empty netter Kucherov didn't, so um, clearly they're getting help up and down the lineup, so they're gonna be a tall task for the Devils, but I do hope the Devils, you know, try to match them and come close honestly.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of what we want for every, you know, series, right? Yeah. It's just like... Except a, for the Kings cl- Well, exactly <laughs> right. that. Uh, we want a fun, close, exciting game that we can ooh and awe ah over, but we would like the Kings to just dominate <laughs> over the next. Right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't have to be close. The Kings can just drag Vegas up and down the ice. <laughs> that would be ideal. Everybody else... Yeah, it's- <laughs> make it interesting. It's just
0: like when uh, the Kings won the Stanley Cup in 2014, and everyone's like, oh, wasn't that so exciting, like, double overtime, game-winning goal, wasn't that so much fun? And I was like, yeah, I guess, (laughs) Uh, but I had, like, eight heart attacks on the way, whereas in 2012, I was just flying high for, (laughs) like, the entirety of the game. And that was also a fantastic feeling. Right, yeah. Um, it was so wonderful. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally fine with this not being a quiz series. Uh, <laughs> kicks just do well.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, the further we get away from 2014, the more insane that run feels <laughs> just from beginning to end. How did any of us <laughs> deal with that? <laughs> oh, man. Now,
0: one of my favorite memories is uh, during... The second game, um against the Rangers, I think, when we went to go see it and Dustin Brown scored an overtime. Oh yeah. Uh, we were there in person and it was agony <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. And you could, like, feel that agonizing energy, like, from the entire building. Like, I don't actually remember if it was quiet, but it kind of felt like we were all holding our breath. Like, let me die and also let this end. And But also, can the king score? Like, there are just so many things happening. You become a little numb. And then when that goal finally happened, it was... The most amazing feeling.
0: It was like the most like the most satisfying like relief I had ever felt. Yeah, uh, in like a very long time.
1: So a close game. There was one um, kind of well, kind of in a weird way, but the Columbus Blue Jackets ended up beating the Washington Capitals four three in overtime. It was a comeback game for them. Washington got a little bit of an advantage because. Well, relative, I mean, I don't know, injury-related injury power plays and stuff, tough. So Josh Anderson got a game misconduct for boarding uh, Michael Kempney, and then the Caps scored two goals on a five-minute major. They were both from Kuznetsov, I believe. Um, and then it seemed like Washington should have probably had that game in hand from there, but no, they allowed the Blue Jackets to stay in it, come back and tie it up, and eventually went to overtime and it was really exciting and the Blue Jackets, Panarin got the O. T. winner and stole I think it's so far it's the only series or no, no, the Sharks also won on the on the on the road. So it was the first they were the Blue Jackets were the first road team to win in the playoff series and then later that night, tonight, the Sharks became the second. But yeah. Um, it was interesting, though. I love an overtime in the playoffs that has nothing to do with my favorite team.
0: Yeah, see, that's what we're saying. Make it exciting. Make it fun for other people.
1: Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> for, like, other stress. people's favorite team, I guess. Uh, right. Because I don't need that stress. <laughs> also, with, like, losing the lead, um, Nashville beat Colorado 5-2. Uh, yes. to
1: hmm yeah, and surprisingly, the Avs had the lead twice in this game, which I did not expect. Oh,
0: yeah, not at all. It's kind of funny to like think of them having the lead twice when there were only two goals scored, yeah, on their part, at least. I mean, it yeah, like, oh, ended guys. not
1: working out so well in the long run, but they did score the first goal of the game, and even Nikita Zdorov, like looked a little surprised that they had scored first, and he was very excited. It was actually um, kind of charming. And then Nashville ties it up. Then Colorado gets the go-ahead. Surprising. It looked like it might turn out to be a bit of an upset, but no. The Predators blew the game wide open kind of in the second half, thanks in large part to Philip Forsberg, who continues to just be a ridiculous (laughs) player.
0: (laughs) Just, like, absolutely dazzle. Like, the goals that he scored were, like, beauties (laughs) yeah
1: yeah that like fancy between the legs thing on his second goal come on that's not even fair they're like and nobody was really coming like there was one player sort of tasked with him but nobody was coming to aid that player and poor Colorado Avalanche dude got danced through (laughs) Philip Forsberg scores oh man so yeah eventually the Predators take the game everybody in Nashville very happy um I think that series I didn't think the Avalanche looked bad, though, so I think that series will be as fun as I hoped it would.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that one, too, With just because like it's a bounce-back season for the Avalanche, mm-hmm. so I love that they made the playoffs, and I think that they're going to do very well, especially with McKinnon and all of that, But so it's, it's shaping up to be an exciting game, because the Predators are doing exactly what the Predators do, and score beautiful goals, um, and are doing very well, but I still feel like Colorado will give them a run for their money.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it could be really interesting, and kind of tense in all the best ways so out of the goals and the games that you've seen thus far what has been your favorite moment well
0: my favorite moment
1: was taylor hall scoring his goal extremely fair yeah that That was was really satisfying um, another moment that I really liked was in the Boston-Toronto game. Pasternak had this crazy chance on Anderson, and it kind of, the rebound pops up into the air. Sean Corrales happens to be coming past the net, kind of bats it in, like, you know, baseball style, quick bunt into the net, and then flips over Anderson. It looked Ridiculous, and also the kind of thing that like you just absolutely could never plan. Just somebody just happened to be in the right place to do something that nuts um, for the most insane looking goal <laughs> uh, of all of the game ones. I think. I mean, the Crosby one was great, but it's like very skilled. That one was like Philip yeah. Forsberg was beautiful, but that's all skilled. This one was just like pure nuttiness. <laughs> and thus, I kind of like this. Memorable. I
0: like when chaos. I like when chaos comes in and plays a plays a role in uh, in some goals, where you're like, how? Okay, fine. That- <laughs>
1: right, yeah. Things just came together perfectly for you guys there. All right. But I think it makes for a fun little hi- highlight reel moment, so I-, I enjoyed that.
0: I always think it's funny when people throw things on the ice. Like, that's such a strange tradition to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because someone's, you know, coming in with a catfish in their shorts or something like that <laughs> right? in order to <laughs> right? get it in. Yeah. But yeah, during oh, the Nashville bro. game, that catfish had a gold a gold like cowboy hat and oh. a, a gold bow tie and a little like predator's jacket or jersey oh or whatever God. uh which i think is hilarious fans like, so I, weird it's <laughs> it's such a weird thing to do
1: where do you put the catfish on your body i hate it i just hate thinking about the specifics of such a thing
0: Oh, Oh, where you have to, like, tape it to your body and make sure, (laughs) like, what, the fish isn't full of mercury or something and it sets off the metal detectors. Gross, And you're just, like, covered in, like, cologne or perfume or whatever to make
1: sure no one else smells it. Of all the things to try to smuggle into a place, illegal fish. (laughs) That's just... Makes no sense. So silly. Oh, oh. Great, though. Great stuff. I love the playoff atmosphere. I love how excited the building's... When the playoffs start, like every building was so loud and energized, and I love it so much.
0: Did you see like the crazy uh, medieval times meets EDM like opener? <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> like, like, EDM show that uh, <laughs> the Golden Knights did. I mean, it's very on the nose for it being Vegas, so I'm like, right. ooh, lean into your <laughs> reputation, but that was outrageous.
1: <laughs> yeah. Way to make an impression, I guess, for your first playoffs. They That whole thing with Vegas is just continued to be kind of... I mean, I'm glad that I can enjoy it now, because I also feel like I'm going to hate them very soon. And... Uh, I'm ready for that. I love hating teams in the Pacific Division, but also it is fun to watch them sort of figure out what their identity is so far this first season.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, they're doing pretty well so far. It's
1: astounding, actually, still. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really talk about the San Jose Ducks game, but it was kind of boring. The San Jose Sharks were up 3-0 and then kind of just stayed there. So Yeah, uh, I have a question for you about them, which is that of the Sharks and the Ducks... Who do you root for?
0: Giant Meteor? <laughs> right? um, yeah. That is a good question, and I've been trying I've been trying to figure it out because every time I very confidently say, oh, I want to root for this team, I then get like a, a, a bad feeling. Down yeah, my yeah. like down my <laughs> right, stomach, yeah. like, and I'm just like, being oh, <laughs> yeah. that that I that must have been the wrong thing. I'm like, okay, never mind, right? Because uh, right. like like instincts are like, oh, that's a that's a bad answer, and then I'll be like, okay, so it's I'm rooting for the other team, and then I still get that feeling, and I'm like, ooh, I don't I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel, and I I was thinking about it because I saw on Twitter, I think it was the SB Nation blog for Calgary that was talking about like banding together with the Sharks because, you know, everybody hates Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff. And I was like, but I don't like the Sharks. So <laughs> I don't know if I can band together with them. Yeah. I don't know if I can band together with the Ducks either, though. But uh, come on, maybe can I just – can we just be left out of it? Like, the rest of the Pacific Division can rally together. <laughs> but just leave Kings fans out of it.
0: I think – uh is I'm like I'm honestly trying to just like say okay this is what I'm going to this is what it's going to be and I'm going to put it out there and I'm still hesitating. I think <laughs> yeah. I am going to in this series.
1: Ugh, root <laughs> for the Ducks? Yeah. I think that's where I'm leaning as well. And but although at the same time I think the only reason I'm thinking that is because they've been in playoff series against the Kings fewer times. <laughs> so there's bad blood but not as much that's kind
0: of where i'm at too um so yeah that's fine I, i okay I feel better about this, actually, saying it out loud in a, in a place where it's actually recorded and not just me talking to people. I'm like, okay. In this series, <laughs> I'm rooting for the ducks.
1: Yeah, I think but, I would prefer that as well. But I'm so happy
0: that the kings don't have to play I- either of them. Oh, in the first me round. too.
1: My favorite thing about that series is that the kings are not involved. <laughs> That's my fave.
0: People are afraid. I mean, I understandably so. Um, it's a little bit daunting having to play. Uh, Vegas with how well the they how well they're doing. So, you know, it might be nice to have an easier matchup, but I am so excited to not have to watch another Kings Sharks Kings
1: Duck mm-hmm. Ducks uh playoff series at yeah. least for
0: a little bit.
1: Me too. Like I just I think also I'm a little bit different from some fans in that like Honestly, like they won in 2012 and 2014, and I still feel pretty good about it, which isn't to say that I don't want them to win, but it also makes me feel like being entertained is more important to me than just like, who's easier, basically. I just want to see an exciting series. Because I'm like, they were already champions recently. Like, the guys who are champions are still on this team. So, like, the core guys, anyway. So I'm cool. I'm chill. I just want to enjoy myself, have a good time, watch some good TV.
0: Yeah, glad I don't have to see the same players, like, every year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a while. I've got some, you know, leeway in me. Honestly, I didn't expect the Kings to make the playoffs this season. So everything else <laughs> is gravy.
0: That's true. Let's just enjoy the ride, however it shakes
1: out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want some goals, though. <laughs> Please.
0: Oh, well, yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can we at least get some goals?
0: <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, you know, let's just win a game so that it's not a sweep or something like that, if that were a thing to happen but I forgot that the Kings haven't scored a goal, so Uh, baby (laughs) Start
1: small. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I score some goals, win a game, win another game, win the series even, but just make it exciting for me.
0: I'm into that. I back that. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that has been game one. We are obviously going to keep watching all of these and then talk about them. I feel good about the playoffs. I love watching playoff hockey. It's fun. I
0: do, too. Um, also, because there are just, like, less teams to have to follow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, during the during this year, it's just like, oh, man, that's a lot of hockey. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't have all that much time. And maybe I don't actually care about some of these teams so much. But now I care about everyone, at least a little bit. Right. Um, exactly. So it's a lot of fun to watch.
1: <laughs> okay um all right guys we hope you have also been enjoying watching the games until the next time you hear from us be good to each other take care of yourselves uh talk to us on twitter if you want to at Thanksbud or email us chirp at thanksbud.com otherwise we will catch you later bye everybody
0: bye guys